Hello everyone, welcome back to the Free for Free Football Podcast. Today I'm joined with Dowd. Hello. And Waz. Hi. How are you doing anyways? Not too bad. It's the first time we've got Waz here. Um, he's a little bit about Waz. He's a, he's a Man United supporter and he's from Manchester, which has changed from obviously the other supporters we've got. <laughs> Man, we've always, always got two pissed off Newcastle fans, always raging. So, you know, it's, it's nice to have a change. Let's get on to the main topic of the weekend. Arsenal, Chelsea, London derby, yeah. the two biggest clubs in London. Yeah, what did you think of it? Was what did you think? Interesting, very interesting. I didn't expect uh, Arsenal to to win three 0 Actually, <laughs> had it going the opposite direction. Um, brutally speaking, brutally honest, um, Arsenal for me are a shocking team uh, this season. I mean, they beat us. They beat us quite convincingly as well. But this season, they they've been quite awful. Pretty awful uh, in every department, scoring, defending, and everything. For them to pull out uh, that kind of result against Chelsea, wow! Uh, I was actually <laughs> I was astonished. Do you, do you think that um, Arteta maintaining his good record against the top six, or did Chelsea just completely get it wrong? I'm not going to blame Chelsea too much. I actually think the players turned up for Arsenal for once. Um, one of the things Arsenal lack is uh, an element of fluency up front. They're not able to actually... I mean, Aubameyang signed a contract, you know, declared his future to the club and hasn't scored much since. And one of the reasons behind that is because they're missing somebody in that area just behind the strikers, ahead of the midfield, you know, slots into that gap. (coughs) That's the person I'm (laughs) alluding to. Um, I'm I'm a big Ozil fan. I actually think the guy's a genius. And... um, I think um, some of the statistics he's pulled out, and I'm not really a stats guy because I, I always go off the eye test. But yeah, when it, I'm, I'm the heat maps guy. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it, it, it's true. It's true though. But with with Özil, he's. I think the guy's got ability in abundance, and I think with him, he'd be able to feed Aubameyang literally goal after goal after goal, at least chances anyway. And Aubameyang, we know, is a world-class striker. He, he can finish him. It's interesting you say by the eye because by the eye, the the other player that I, I can think of that used to get a bit of um, bit of shit from the fans or from other people, who, like the commentators, was Yaya Toure. Because he always looked like he was a very sloppy, um, slow type of player, wasn't trying that hard. But yet he used to pull out the statistics saying that he was one of the most tireless runners of the team. He was covering the most distance. Um, and... It, it's the same with Ozil because sometimes you look at Ozil playing and you're thinking, oh wait, actually, you know, he's, he looks like he's just he's just walking around. He's he's not even trying that hard. When the team are tracking back, it's like he's not tracking back at all. Yet when his statistics come out and you're thinking, oh wow, you know, it's a completely different story. And I, another person I would say probably fifty fifty in terms of comparison wise is Pogba because Pogba you see that a lot as well. Yeah, sometimes a lot of his statistics support. You know, even his hot, you know, somewhere to to his price tag. Yeah, well, let's get back to the topic of obviously the whole Meza Özil situation and Arsenal obviously giving Chelsea an ass whooping. So the three <laughs> players which scored: Xhaka, Laka, and Saka. Man, what what happened? You know, Arsenal <laughs> turned up. Yeah, they did. I mean, Xhaka turned up. Man, Xhaka turned up. He turned into prime general. That's what well, got me thinking that, of it. That was a miracle. Man, Xhaka's crazy, isn't yeah. he? He had his wheat bit that day. I don't know what he had. Uh, 
he just played this is the thing uh, Jacker, like I've said obviously in the past uh, I don't know how he's a Premier League player I don't know how he plays for Arsenal um, <laughs> yeah Kovacic one of the world class um, midfielders of the world Kante one of the the, the world class player of the, of the world in terms of defensive uh, mids Miss Mount up and coming um, yeah okay sometimes he has good games sometimes bad games I would say he had a decent game um, for Chelsea uh, on that day and yeah they got they got you know they got shown they got bullied a bit uh, from Xhaka yeah he did his job and he, and he actually followed through with what Arteta wants <laughs> for once he listens to a manager something something happened it sparked him I, I don't know if he's going to carry on I mean they did win 1-0 today against Brighton um, but do you think that's because of obviously the young players coming in you know, yeah. just showing a bit of hunger and desire. But they literally played the same lineup, uh, bar Lacazette. Um, they played Aubameyang. Yeah, but Lacazette's always going to work hard a lot more than Aubameyang. Let's be honest. Lacazette's. Yeah. I mean, he did come on. He did come on later on, and I know Arteta likes to try tries to play them either one at a time. Yeah. Hardly ever both, which I find. I don't know why not. Why why not play both of the most. Uh, hard-working players in your team and the most creative ones, arguably, who are in your <laughs> registered squad. <laughs> the most uh, the most talented creative player uh, being Ozil, not. But yeah. Well, let's talk about why Chelsea was so terrible on the day. You know, what happened? Like, Well, this is the thing. Waz says they, they weren't. Uh, really? I, I honestly know, mentioned uh, right. that before, but I'm, I'm gonna I say, need to know this. Let, like, let me allude to it. Okay. I think individually, they're all top class players let's be honest when we walked away from the transfer window we all we everyone sat there and thought oh Chelsea have done a good bit of business in, in the summer the most savvy piece of business in my opinion yeah unbelievable they got the players they wanted Hakim Ziyech uh, Kai Havertz uh, Werner. Werner Silva you know Silva yeah Mendy. you know all these players Edward Mendy what brilliant goalkeeper he is Amazing. I actually think they're honestly really really good players individually they also had brilliant players prior to that my problem is, as a team, they're not great. Yeah, of course, but you need the right coach to get them gel together, don't you think? I just don't think Lampard's that person. I think he's a bit clueless as well, if I'm honest with you. I don't know. I'm going to I'm gonna disagree. Right, I think Lampard isn't a bad, bad manager. He's not a good now, manager either. No, no, most managers are good man managers. They don't actually coach in the coach on the on the actual of course, you know, yeah. uh, training ground. They have they employ coaches now. It's the coaches that they've employed. They're the ones that I have a problem with because defensively they're all you know they're all over the place. When it comes to certain passes, certain passing transitions and whatnot, they're all over the place. They don't know how to go from attack to defense, defense to attack, and that's their biggest issue. And that's just a simple training ground routine. Mm -hmm. A lot of that comes from chemistry between the team players themselves. Of course, but what what I'm concerned about Chelsea is why aren't they given Hudson Adai a fair shot. Obviously, he came on at half time and he influenced the game. But why? They, why is Lampard playing Werner on the left and playing Tammy Abraham through the middle? Why can't he play Werner in the middle? Yeah, and Pulisic on the, the left. And yeah, yeah. It just makes more Co sense. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Werner playing on the left for? He 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 was utilized more as like a, a left sided striker. Yeah, he was like a false nine though, he, wasn't he? Um, no, I, he, he was like a it was a weird formation. Nagelsmann, yeah, Nagel's ball, you could say. Nagel's yeah. ball, <laughs> <laughs> like ball uh, I see. But the way that they used to transition play because he was a left sided striker, he used to still be more in positions where he would run behind the defense. Yeah. Whereas this, he's running behind the fullbacks, 
So he's okay. getting into more wider positions instead of getting into positions where you'd be more in front of goal or you'd get um, positions into having an assist to the, his striker partner yeah. who at the time um, was a Yusuf Poulsen. I completely forgot his name there. Yusuf Poulsen, which, you know, he's an absolute beast. He, his hold-up play is to amount it to Giroud, in my opinion. Like Giroud has amazing hold-up play. That guy's mm. very talented in terms of his... Well, he's even matured. You know, he knows what to do. And Yusuf Poulsen, I think... Him uh, is his Giroud in Chelsea, in my personal opinion. But he's not playing like that. He's playing as a winger. He's playing as a winger to make creativity to put the crosses in. So I'm going to ask you something. Nagelsmann had Werner playing basically on, on the wing, but coming infield. No, no, no. So coming it, infield from outside to in. It's it's basically, you know, four four two. Yeah, playing at an angle, though. Yeah, on an angle, yeah. Yeah, you, yeah, you yeah. Could say, yeah. Not running up and down the channel, literally cutting in, you know. Both. And then the ball would be fed fed through. He'd be running onto it through the defence, right? Okay, yeah. fine. I understand. Why isn't Lampard doing that? And I'll tell you, he's not asked Werner what is your best role in the team. He. This is where I question Lampard. And I think it's naivety. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say I think it's naive. He'd done well. He'd done well with him last season. I'm not going to question him. I'm not going to question anyone that's a young manager like that because I think it's unfair. But should he have got the job in the first place? That's what I'm trying to say. No. He went from yeah, that's what I'm trying no. to say. Oh, right. Like he shouldn't be there. No, I think I think it should be Nagelsmann. Of course, he shouldn't have been yeah, there. Yeah, I think it should be Nagelsmann. But I think, um, like you said, why, why look at the players that you've got at the moment? Hudson yeah. Odoi is a better winger. My point exactly. Yeah, what Werner brings to the team, and I've seen it. I've seen how Werner plays. He he's very aggressive. He's very physical in the box. He's got good quick feet, but he he he's not. He doesn't do a winger's job. As effectively as the other wingers. Do you not think his confidence, though? His no, confidence I is I, I don't think he's got it in this bag. I, I actually think the the confidence in the whole team's knocked. Look at Kai Havertz, yeah. 70 yard to 90 million. In wow. He's just not got anything going, it's is be, he? It's between that price tag. I'll, but I'll be honest with you, last season when I watched him and when I found out that Chelsea were interested, I was worried. Because the guy was unbelievable. You look at him, he's not half the player he used to be. Um, do you guys think that Arsenal turn it around with 3-1 win against Chelsea and um, the 1-0 win against Brighton today? Do you think, obviously, uh, Arteta has um, retained his lineup pretty much the uh, same lineup as as he did against Chelsea for today's match. Do you think that on the up, do you think he's finally found... The team that he's gonna, I'm gonna carry say on playing. A big fat no. <laughs> Arsenal are the example of gravity. What goes up must come down. It's simple as. But does it come down harsher? And yes, harder? it will. Yes. I think yes, there'll will. be co- some inconsistencies, <laughs> but I think I think it'll be fine. Um, yeah. So, um, moving on from that, we'll we wanted to talk about our Premier League team for 2020. Um, is the 29th of December? We are a bit uh, premature. Um, I mean, we still have the New Year's days. Um, Are you doing that fixtures. New Year New Me stuff or not? Uh, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> hope Man United can do that with the January transfer season. But um, we we thought we'd do a Premier League team for 2020 for the year. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a bit of a tumultuous year. Um, and in terms of formation. Well, I know, Maz, you've got a different uh, formation, and we'll go through yours as well. We'll quick, quickly go through our three-four-three formation. Okay. Um, and who would you? Ha- uh, well, 
I'll interject. Well, you've got the next go on then. We'll, well start from the goalkeeper. Well, for goalkeeper, I'd have Martinez, who's at Aston Villa right now. He's won two trophies of Arsenal. The other two trophies, he couldn't actually win because obviously Man City won the League Cup. Liverpool won the league. And he's doing well at Arsenal right now. The Aston Villa right now. Yeah, I, I, would, Arsenal. I would say that's fair. And I, I would say um, the type of uh, person to pip it would be um, Edward Mendy. Because he's had a class second half. Didn't Mendy nearly have a blunder in the Arsenal game? Am I right or wrong there? Well, that's just one match. And We're looking at yeah, overall. Didn't he like give another penalty like a couple of games ago? I wouldn't. See, would you say the whole, the whole twenty twenty Mendy's been the best keeper? Well, we're looking at all um, twenty twenty. Yeah. Martinez had a lot of shockers. No, he didn't have that many shockers. Well, he had a lot of shockers, I, man. I I think you'd find nearly every keeper in every the whole keeper of the has Premier League has had shockers. From from Edison to Allison, they've had shockers. Yeah. But what I'm saying is Martinez has been the best, and he's performing at Arsenal. At Arsenal now he's performing at Aston Villa. Yeah, that's, uh, that's why I'm putting him forward. He's a good goalkeeper. Yeah, I'm not going to take that away from him. But you know, I could be I could be born for Allison you know, in here, but uh, not his day. To do with that. Pick, well, Pickford's Allison a good goalkeeper on his day. Oh, oh Pickford, no, man! Pickford. There you go, there you go. You know, oh. and this is no, what I'm trying to Pickford, say. Pickford hasn't had a good season. This no, he year. hasn't. He's been awful. I think he's a shocking goalkeeper. But on his day, he's a good goalkeeper, right? Man, that guy doesn't have a good day though. It's always bad days. <laughs> That's it. You know, uh, I, look, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen a good day for Jordan Pickford for a very long time. I disagree with you, Mendy, though, on that. Yeah, I don't, I don't think Mendy. He's only come in towards the back end of this this year. For the so, whole 2020, whilst, yeah. whilst Martinez has played, took Leno's place and went to Villa, and he's performed at Villa as well. This is why I put Martinez forward. Yeah. You put someone else forward or...? No, I said it was between Emi Martinez and um, Mendy. Nah, so, not Mendy, Martinez. So, um, okay, let's start with the back three then. Do you want right. to go through the back three all together? Um, Van Dijk has to be in there. Yeah. Conor yeah, Cody's got to be in there. And if we're, if we're going to play wing backs, would I want to put Robertson in there or do I want to play him as a left centre-back? I'd probably just want to play him as a left centre-back if I'm honest with you. Because he does a lot of tracking back and he can play out from the back as well. Okay. What do you think? Interesting. Um, Who would you put instead of Robertson? I'd say Wan Bissaka had a really good season. He's a he... actually I'll, I'm not that bothered to put Wan Bissaka in because he is a quality defender. I'd say Van Dijk 100 percent Wan Bissaka, mm-hmm. and I think we we'll, we we'll have to give it to Laporte. That guy has that guy. The Port was see, injured half of the see, he half was, of twenty twenty. He had this, weird... and now John Stones has took his place back. He can't put Laporte in there, man. No, I was gonna say Laporte myself, Dowd. Yeah, because his record for when he plays for Man City is next level. They win nearly every match. I 100%. think there's bar one match they they lost after Van Dyke. Laporte's probably the best defender in the in Premier a, League. In league, I, yeah, I agree with that. However, however, this is what stopped me from putting him in my team because of injuries. It's not that. It's not that we're basing the team off their performances. He's not performed much because he's been injured. On ability, he's the best. But even when he has performed, he's been amazing. Nah, and you think you think that's going to be the case? You I just don't think he's performed enough because he's been injured for a lot of the time. And that's his, that's not that's not you know fortunate for him. It's like you won't give him the Ballon d'Or, would you? If he's you know if he's been injured the whole season. Uh, that's true. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'd, I'd like, agree with you. But I agree with you, your your thought process. I think he's... He, after Van Dijk, he's probably the best defender in yeah, the Premier League. Yeah, so he played 15 matches last year, which is not a lot, is it? Especially for a centre-back that should be playing regularly. Um, and then he's got four uh, appearances this season, which is not a lot again. Yeah, okay. 
Fair enough. But I do agree with Wama Saka um, getting him into the team. I totally agree with that because he's he's an amazing defender. Going forward, obviously, he's getting a bit better, but his defensive numbers are amazing. Absolutely amazing. Absolutely amazing. So, yeah, so midfield? Midfield? Um, well, I'm going to say that I did not put Kevin De Bruyne in. Yes. That's one thing I'm going to say. No doubt. Uh, no, I didn't. You weren't going to put? Nah, oh, he's not right. my team, bro. Oh, okay, sorry. Doesn't make it. Okay. You, you know. Well, um, then. The reason why he's not in my team is Bruno Fernandes is a lot better. This this 2020 calendar year, he's done so much better than Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, Kevin De Bruyne in the 1920 season has broke the assist records, but I think Fernandes has had more of an impact on Manchester United than De Bruyne has on City. Yeah. And then, obviously, as a whole midfielder, like Alan, what he did for Napoli, obviously, in 2019-2020, um, they were going to be a crisis. End up winning the Copa Italia with Napoli, beating Juventus in the final. Now what he's doing with Everton, he's doing complete bits. Okay. What were the the two wide players? Two wide players on foot, right wing back, Alexander Arnold, and man, left wing back, I gotta think. Um obviously changed my formation up. You wanna suggest anyone? Mm, well no. I was gonna I was gonna pick uh, what you were you were picking. I don't want to put Roberts in there because I don't want to make a full Liverpool team. I think Chilwell has been really good. Chilwell at fullback. Yeah, mm. but then I look at then and think about Reese James. Reese James is absolute class right, season. Right, right, right. Right back's back, been taken. It's left back. No, no, it's yeah. the wing. It's the wing back. Yeah, but he, he plays yeah, on the right though. Yeah, but it? it's gonna be left wing back. So what have you put on I, the? I'll put Alexander Arnold on the right because he will play that position to perfection. That is his position. Yeah, that I is wouldn't his put. Posi- I won't. He's, he's, he's not right back. He's a he's, he's a right winger. Yeah, yeah, more or less. Okay, yeah. I mean, I would say um, Fernandez and Bruno. Um, sorry, Kevin De Bruyne. <laughs> uh, yeah, Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, See, in the I think I think I think the twenty 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 one season, this season right now, Both I don't think he's courses. doing. I don't think he's doing as well. Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, he's absolutely class, mate. He's, he's, he, no, no, he is there's class. Been a few, there's he been is a few class, but I don't think he's doing. Ke- Kevin no. De Bruyne is world class. The, I'm, I'm not saying matches. that, but I'm saying does he deserve being a team this he's season? He's playing a yeah. deeper role. Yeah, I would say so. There's, yeah, there's a few matches Man City have played literally Kevin De Bruyne has been the only outlet yeah. for them that has actually made a difference all the other creative players that you say on paper oh they, that should be enough haven't been performing to that level that they have been yeah previously. but I don't think De Bruyne has been doing good as good as Bruno Fernandes as in the 2020 season that's what I'm trying to say if I had to pick between him or Bruno I'd pick Bruno all, all the way okay. and this has come from a Liverpool fan I might be hating Manchester United and giving all this crap no, I would, say, I would nah, say Bruno 100% he deserves to be you know, you know why because the, that guy probably beats every player in the Premier League for the amount of man of matches he gets man yeah he does score a lot of penalties but what I you like know, about him no, no he, he doesn't he, not this no. season he's only scored four no no, no no talking about the calendar yeah since he for got Manchester call, for the calendar yeah this is what I'm talking about remember no he, no He's not. He, no, he's, he's got quite a few penalties, but he's got a he's few. All, but yeah, he's, look, look, he's let me finish a lot my point, more. right? Let me finish my no, point. No, because the point the point is invalid. No, no, <laughs> you're gonna no. Listen to me, right? You filthy animal, right? <laughs> he scores a lot of penalties, but he always look looks for the forward pass, and I really like that about him. Salah only scores tappings. Man, James Milner's Liverpool's penalty take. I don't know what you're on about. No, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. What, what I'm trying what? to say is, goals a nah, goal, isn't let's it? Not be, let's not a be goal's fair. a goal. Mane scores more tapping no, than no, Salah. No, no, no. I agree with that. A goal is a goal. Goal's a goal, whether it's a tapping, a deflection, or whatever. It doesn't make no difference. No, no. You're right. It's I his influence in the team. Yeah, for sure. He made Manchester United a top four team. That's he, what he's done. Yeah. Let's uh, be honest. That's why he deserves to be there in front of Kevin De Bruyne. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm not saying Kevin De Bruyne is a crap player. I think he's on his day. He's the best player in the league. 
But I don't think he's performing as on, well as he on, should. On anybody's day, look, they're the best. <laughs> look, on my day, I'm the best player in the Premier it's League. It's about the consistency, though. And De Bruyne is very consistent. I don't think he's been that consistent as Fernandez. If I have to pick one or the other... I think Fernandez he's just going through a bit of bad run of form. And I think people are mis... Like, there's a mis big misconception with Kevin De Bruyne. They expect statistics, assists, goals and stuff like that. He's playing a deeper role. So he's more the guy who's assisting the guy who's giving the actual assist. The third assist. Yeah, yeah, mm. you know, the pre-assist. Okay, um, I get that. As such. <laughs> yeah. That's what I think, anyway. So, yeah, going yeah. back to the point, who have we got as left wing back? Um, yeah, I can't argue with the Trent. Uh, Trent but, um, no, Trent's right. Sorry, um, left wing back. You said Chilwell. You Chilwell, said Chilwell. Yeah. See, I think Robertson's done a lot better than Chilwell, but I don't want to put Robertson nah, but there. Chilwell's had a, cl a class season this year. You think? Yeah. 100%. He's actually... If okay, anything, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll being, let, I'll let you put Chilwell playing, in there. He's been playing class for Chelsea. I, I will let you have Chilwell, even though Robertson's been, been better. Right, and I'll let you think that um, De Bruyne is not good enough to be in the team of, uh, well, team of 2020. But, but he, doesn't, he doesn't need to be that? there. He doesn't Just need tell to me be about there. Your strikers. Tell me about your strikers. Your, your opinion right. is going down in my Okay, eyes. right. Salah's going to be on the left. Son's going to be on the right. And Vardy down the middle. Son. Human son, Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Son and Kane, class seasons. Interesting. But Kane's had better seasons, so I would definitely say Vardy. And I even say Adama Tarori, because that guy's had a class... That guy hasn't scored in the whole 2020 calendar yet. He's had about? a class 2020, in my Man, opinion. Yeah, he gets balls into the box, but does he deserve to be yeah. in front of Salah? It's it's hard, yeah. I a don't know. Adama Traore is... He is a, a freaking beast, yeah. He's an old-fashioned winger. Goes in, whips the ball in, yeah. simple. That's it. Beats a man every single the time. The way he's playing with Jimenez, you know what, this is the thing. Salah has, has been a lot more of a one-man band for the 2020. It looks like he's trying a lot more in terms of um, getting goals for himself. Or He's been a bit more selfish this season. Selfish piece of shit. Yeah. Um, whereas Adama Traore, I feel like he's finally fitted into a team with Jimenez where it's actually a lot of it's working. So yeah, okay, I'll say Salah Son and Vardy. Now, this guy has been the most underrated player for a very long time. And I would Son. say this year he's been I class. don't think he's overrated. I, I just think... I, I love think him. He, he, underrated. He, he's not underrated. I think he is rated. Because right. he is. He's everyone's threat. Unbelievable yeah. player. That's a thing. Um, Unbelievable player. I feel like he doesn't if get paid it, enough. If it's just he needs that 250k a week. He does he need that 250k a week, doesn't he? He, he plays, he plays that, that way. He that plays guy, than that guy goes to the South Korean military army, comes back and shoots scores into the net. No, man, I'm talking about Vardy, man. I'm talking about, well, he's always having a party. What does he know? Yeah, chat should get bang. <laughs> <laughs> just drink Red Bull. But why is there anyone you'd want to put in for well, any honours? I've, um, my team's slightly different. I've done a four two three one formation. I've, Jose I've, Mourinho I've, FC? No, yeah, it's, that's, it's not. It's that's not. Very, that's I'm kidding, Jose. I'm kidding. Yeah, that's very yeah. Um I've gone with Dean Henderson in net. I thought he had a, an amazing season with Sheffield United. Um, you can see him leaving. Look at where they are, the bottom of the league. I agree with um, that. So That's... I'm going to give him a, a really, really you know big boost on that. I think he's had a great 2020. Um, Robertson at left back, because I don't see a better left back than him. I'll in the tell Premier you league. what, I rate that guy so much because he actually worked to be at Liverpool. I think there's a difference being gifted and there's a difference of being a hard worker and that's what he is and I really appreciate I, that. I don't think there's a better left back than him in the world apart from Alfonso Davies. I think give it a couple of years then I'd say Alfonso Davies is better. He just needs no, to I think Alfonso Davies right is now. better than him, yeah. Right now? Yeah. I'd, 
I think if if you give him more time, then he can be a world. He can be better than Robinson if you can be like prime Robinson. I actually, no, I, th- I, I think I know Rob- you're thinking it right now. But I think I Robinson's think number right two, now. but number two in the world is still yeah. Like, it says a lot, but yeah. No, no one wants to be the bridesmaid, do they? Let's be honest. It's all right, all right, okay, right. Anyway, Virgil Van Dyke. I'm I'm hating this by the way. I'm naming Liverpool players. That's what I tried not to Vir- do. Virgil Van Dyke uh, with Connor Cody because I think he's also had an excellent. Also season. a scouser. I've gone with Reese James at right back. So when you mentioned him, uh, uh, you know, nod of approval. I think he's he, he is for but, me the combination of Trent and Wambasaka together. Yeah, he can yeah. attack and defend. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think he's got a sweet. He's a, he's a brilliant, brilliant player. One Honestly, really Eng- good player. One thing England produce a good right backs. That's nuts. So you've got Reese James, Trippier. You've got Trent. You've got Wambasaka. Probably yeah. got a few others. In we there. also had one of the best left backs in the world in Ashley Cole. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's just crazy. Yeah, England produced some good players who just don't play them right. Gareth, Gareth Southgate is he now? There's an awful tactician. Anyway, <laughs> central defensive midfielder, I'd say Ndidi. Mm-hmm. I think he's gone on leaps and bounds. Unbelievable player. Then I've played more of the box to box role um, alongside him on a double double pivot to give it to the attacking midfielder. I've gone Kevin De Bruyne. Okay. You can't leave him out. I've also, I've also put Bruno Fernandes in the team. Mm-hmm. He's the central attacking midfielder. Uh, on the left, I've gone Rashford. Mm-hmm. And um, he's scored goals. He's got assists. Even off the pitch, he's been absolutely off the outstanding. Pitch, he's going to get a version of Anfield, that's all I'm going to no, say. Honestly, yeah. he deserves every plaudit he ever Sir gets. Sir Marcus Rashford. Yeah, no, that's honestly. It. He needs it. Honestly, he, he like, needs it. Like, I'm being genuinely serious about it. You know, yeah. I respect yeah. it so yeah. much. I can't wait till he scores 20 goals, you know. You know, Jaffa said um, when he initially came on the scene, he doesn't think he's a 20-goal season in the prime um, player. Jaffa's off his story. Wait, wait, wait. You know, he said, he said he eat a shoe. And I'm still waiting for the time where Rashford scores 20 goals. I'm literally going to drive up Didn't to his he, house. He got 20-plus last season. No, no. He uh, means in, in the Premier League, I think. Premier League, right, okay. Yeah, um, but he's like 23 Rashford. He's got so much time to develop. I know, it's man, unbelievable. I know, I know. I can't wait. I'm, I'm just What's think, even scary is Mason Greenwood for Manchester United. No, 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 no. I'm, thinking about, I'm thinking about all the spices I'm going to add to the shoe for when he eats it. <laughs> I guess some good chilies. You know what? He's going to get salt bay in the You know scene. what I watched before this? It was on Arsenal Fan TV. Um, Robbie eating a chili because of a forfeit. And his head was like, it was sweating. <laughs> he's coughing and all nah, sorts. Nah, it's going to be worse than that. Going back to it, Rashford... He's, he's still young. He's like, what, 23, 24 yeah. years old? He's still young. That's a scary thing. His peak's yet to be hit. And I still see flaws in his game. I still see mistakes that he makes, bad decisions. Um, Every footballer does that. He's improving game in, game out all the time. And the one thing I don't like, and this is my critique with Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, is he plays players through injuries. And I think that's what hurt, hampered him. He yeah, had three months back off. Injury, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he, had, he still has it now. He still has it now, but he had time off. Mm. And he come back and it was a stress fracture and that, that's only caused by, you know, overexertion. So I look at Rashford and I think, yeah. Anyway, quality, right wing. Quality person, that's all I'm saying. Right wing, I was going to go Son. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give him a notable mention. Um, I was going to go Salah, but I also don't think he's had a good season. He's not reached his heights. Um, he had a good season, but not his sort of level. Not his standard, you know? yeah, I get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I think Mane, I wanted to put Sadio Mane in the team. Right. So I've put him in there because I think he's he's been unbelievable he's been your catalyst up front uh, this season definitely at the latter end of uh, the 2019 yeah, yeah, and 2020 season 100% yeah, I'd... and the start of this season as well yeah yeah. you know uh, so 2020 a feel for him and it's... then centre forward centre forward um, 
I didn't pick Vardy. And that's not because I don't like Vardy. I, I think Vardy's top. Yeah. Um, I've just gone for Harry Kane because I did think, I think other than Aguero, um, there's no other striker as clinical, you know, as... I just uh, think he's Kane. the most complete forward. Harry Kane. In in the world at the moment. Uh, obviously, we've always said this, yeah. Lewandowski's better than him. But in the Premier League, he's the most complete forward. I agree. Uh, but most complete forward? He's had better seasons. Think. He's had better seasons. No, of course he has. Uh, that's why has. I didn't put him in. Of course he has, but I think... I just look at him and... I mean, it was only a, about two, three weeks ago, him and Son had this you know, crazy telepathic connection between the pair of them. Dynamic you know, duo, I guess. Honestly, unbelievable. And um, Harry Kane, I think... I just think he's an amazing player, honestly. I, I genuinely do. I wanted him at Manchester United about five years ago, six years ago. You know, it's too late now. It'll probably cost... Um, you it's know. too late for a lot of players. Yeah, <laughs> it is. No, it is. It'll cost far too much money, and you know, it's just not even worth doing it. But no, that's my team. Um, there are notable mentions. I think we've all had quite a few, you know, mm-hmm. random players that we'd want to put in. I mean, you put Alan in. I, I re- really respect Alan. I think he's top player. I think he's. I think he's brilliant. Um, he's a machine. Yeah, he is. Honestly, I, I think you know, play, random players that have that have really, really, you know, done well uh, for their teams. You could put them in because any Sheffield United team, the whole team could have been Sheffield United because they over yeah, overachieved, they overachieved like, yeah. well overachieved last mm-hmm. season, and and that's not me, you know, bigging them up. That's me just being br- brutally honest. Um, the last, you know, end to the season for Manchester United, this whole twenty twenty campaign. Mm-hmm. Did you know we've got more points than Liverpool? No, I didn't know that. <laughs> since, uh, Bru- since Bruno's come into the team, I think we're actually. I think we played one less game. We we're two points behind, but if we win that game, um, then we go one point ahead. So yeah, technically speak, I'm playing on the technicality there. <laughs> so it's it's a big difference to what we were two seasons ago. Oh yeah, the Manchester United are obviously you know. going forward and doing well, but right now it's all it's all about trophies. Liverpool didn't win win any. Premier League titles in the last 30 years or whatnot. So Liverpool won that. They won the Super Cup. They won the Club World Cup. So I'm happy where we are right now. Yeah. Good. Good. I'm happy for you. So we'll, Thank you. we'll move on to the next uh, segment, which is the last segment of um, us catching up with completing which club should sign who in January um, and what we think is the best signing for them and hopefully achieving their goals. Um, and I, f- I feel like it's changing all the time. Some clubs you feel like, oh, well, actually, their, you know, their aim was, is probably now top 10. Their aim is probably now getting into Europe. Their aim now is probably getting into Champions League. So we'll just go with um, what we've got, f- starting from the bottom, in no particular order, basically, West Ham. So what, what do you think, Gar? Right, I, I, bag, mean, uh, I, I get that's right, because l- last week... I made a boo-boo in saying Brooks plays for Brighton when he plays for Bournemouth. I don't know why I did that, but I'm putting Josh King, who doesn't play for Brighton, but plays for Bournemouth, for West Ham. Are you sure? Where is he from originally? Man, he's, isn't he like Norwegian? Yeah, he is. I think he is. Like, that was just, that was like a Karius boo-boo by me last I'm week, I'm just man. checking, just like, checking. Karius FC here. Yeah. Back at it. Right. Um, I'd put him in. Uh, looks like... Haller could play with a pacey second striker. I think they could link up pretty well. Um, it's a smart move. Experienced player in the Premier League. That's why I went for him. Yeah. Do you, not, do you not think Josh King is very similar to Haller? No, I, um, I don't. I think they're two different players. 
definitely definitely um very i don't know Haller is like the very tall uh strong type of uh forward he's he's pretty good with the ball he's like what joe linton should be playing for newcastle yeah basically um, newcastle bought the big tech version of Haller. <laughs> let's be honest <laughs> yeah um and then um what i think uh with with getting joshua king it could be a good sign for them he just offers something different he, mm-hmm. he brings a bit more pace as well doesn't he um what what do you think was well i was actually going to say striker um and i'm happily i would offload any uh any of the strikers from manchester united i'd actually give uh, a striker on loan um from manchester united just to basically balance the books a little bit because i think greenwood uh, i love greenwood i think he's probably the most exciting talent for manchester united for sure yeah and for me i don't want him to have the burden of certain pressures i think those pressures should be reliant on martial cavani you know players of that that ilk yeah and um i don't think we we because i think we need wingers we shoehorn greenwood onto the right wing when he's not a winger he should be playing as a striker Mm -hmm. I would happily loan him to West Ham. It's a good shout, you know. Um, Greenwood at West Ham, it, it's experience. Um, he'll be in a different position Dif- where diff- he is, yeah. Different, different environment, environment yeah. yeah. I totally Playing agree with that. Haller, he's got the pace, he's got the ability, he can score from any any foot. Any, you know, Haller's a good link-up striker. Yeah, he is. You know, he did well at Frankfurt with Jovic and Rebic. So, That's it. You know, um, he just needs a bit of pace with him. And, That's it. You know, Greenwood a lot better than Josh King, so you know I totally agree with that. That that's my shout for um, for West Ham. Man, it's a good shout. It's a good shout, Dowd. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit of a weird one. Um, I don't know who really to to put in for West Ham because it, you you're saying that Joshua King would be a good one, but they've bought um, well, have they bought or they've uh, loaned side Benarama. Um, from uh, Benford. Yeah, but he's a winger. He's not a forward. I, I mean, that is. He's not. He's not your striker. So I'm trying to say. Yeah. Unless, unless you want to change Barama's position. But I feel like Lazine, uh, Lanzini, when he used to play, he used to be a similar, like just slightly a bit off the striker. Yeah, a bit but on Lanzini's the wing. not what he used to be. No, he's not at all. Lost um, a bit of pace, hasn't yeah, he? Yeah, since his injuries. Sip, yeah. For me, it was actually um, def- um, securing the defensive. Um, you know the defensive clout with uh, Zinchenko getting them, getting him on loan because he's not playing that great for Manchester City. And they're a bit overcrowded with how many players they do have around that area, and sometimes Pep doesn't even play a formation that uh, suits him. To be honest with you, um, so next team is Southampton. Um, now Southampton are weirdly really strongly linked to Winks, and um, I, well. I mean, uh, with Southampton, I think the only place that they need to really strengthen is their midfield, and it's a it's a type of player that I don't know if it's like a pivotal role um, or if it's a a guy to string the passes or if it's more um, physicality in the middle. Um, and Winks is not any of those really. Um, he's a really good holding player that it reminds me of Carrick. Um, man, someone, don't compare. No, no, but, some, Carrick, but somebody on. that you don't actually look into that much. That doesn't really appear like he's doing much on the pitch. Yet he's actually doing. He's working really hard to keep. Um, well, to get the ball back, uh, to get the passes moving, to spread the play around, and that's what Carrick used to do. And I, for me, I agree. 
That's I agree, honestly. It's yeah. such good observation. Uh, Harry Winks is, is a, he's one of those, he bridges a lot of, he starts a lot of moves, doesn't he? Exactly. You know, he's, he's a hard worker. seen Winks enough, he's, but... He's underrated for that. Wait, that's the, well, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is the problem. Yeah, but you have seen Tottenham matches, but you don't see Winks doing that much, even though he's playing. He's, he's got the game time, and he's the go-to for uh, uh, Jose Mourinho. Yeah, you don't really... This season I've seen Heiberg a lot in Tissoko. Heiberg, um, to be honest Heiberg's with you... Heiberg's a dirty bastard, though, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing, and Heiberg um, it has basically took over... I think Heiberg is a lot more... Um, no, it's only because Eric Dyer's slotted into defence. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what Heiberg does. He do actually listens a lot. To what is tactics. he what Herrera was at Manchester United? No, 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 no. What Dowd's basically saying is Jose Mourinho wants soldiers on the pitch that yeah. listen to every single, single thing, thing. He, he says, whether their ability is good or not. He'll yeah. grab a squad, and as soon as they listen, he'll pick that player. Yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. Herrera did that at Manchester United for the, Jose he did, Mourinho. He did, so did, he was, so he was did Laro and Fellaini. Oh, yeah, yeah. I forgot about Fellaini. Not a great player, yeah. But, yeah. but he listened. Yeah. He listened to every instruction that uh, Jose Mourinho deliberated. So. Yeah. Yeah, so wings for me. I didn't go for a midfield. I went for a forward to get rid of Shane Long because he's freaking horrendous. What they've got, Che Adams and Danny uh, Ings. and Danny Ings and Michael Obafemi. Ah, I've brought someone else in. Who? Wang Hee Chan from Leipzig. Uh, yeah, it's not a bad. Shout. You know, um, I don't know if he'll system. get any time. I don't know if he'll get any playing time. I think he's those three are too good. I, I think he's better than the other two except except Ings. I think he could he can get in that team easy. Really? I think Hassel Huttle will get him in that team and he'll be playing the best football he can. Fair. Did he play with Hassel Huttle? No, he didn't. He oh. played under Jesse March at Salzburg. Now ah. he's at Leipzig with oh, Nagelsmann. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Fair enough. What were you? Interesting. Um, I look at their midfield and I think the midfield's okay. I mean, Ward Prowse and Oriol Romeo. Romeo, you got to remember, came from the Barcelona Academy. Not bad play. You also, football. I think you play for Chelsea's well, order. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Decent footballer. Uh, Ward Prowse is actually pretty good as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, surprisingly, I personally would buy another central midfielder. Uh, probably wouldn't go for Harry Winks. I'd probably go for more of a. I mean, I'd buy from West Ham. I'd go and get a Declan Rice. Probably give um, Romeo and Ward Prowse the actual license to go forward. To, you, 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 I always play a slightly different formation. They play more of a four-four-two. Mm. Hassan Hutl's got a different system. Yeah, and my system, the way I would play it. I mean, I'm not a coach or manage, manager or anything. Um, I would always lean towards a four-three-three and you know try and bring more players in attack. And I'd actually probably push Theo Walcott more as a striker and um, get rid of the left winger. Because that, that left wing position is a bit of a problem area. So I'd play Ward Prowse more of an advanced midfielder, Oriel Romeo as a box to box, and I'd go and get Declan Rice. Yeah. If they want to make mm-hmm. positive moves, that. they need to do something yeah, of you course. Know, solid. I can see that, yeah. Yeah. That's my angle. That's the way I'd look at it from uh, just, you know. I think you've explained that so well that I, I can I can just, I, I can see that. Uh, yeah. yeah. I can see that exactly. Um, Okay, uh, the next team we've got is Man City. Um, I've got, well, actually, you go first. My mine's going to be basic. It's it's what Man City needs. They need a striker, bring Haaland in, break his release clause, bring him into the team. Is it because uh, Aguero's getting too injury prone? He hasn't been playing that much and Gabriel Jesus is not doing that well? Not just that Haaland's in form. 
Do you think hot, Hall- hot form right now? That guy's but fire. Do, do you think Haaland is the type of guy Pep wants? Man, he no. needs a striker. Who, who else did, can he bring in? Who who's need, at the quality he, which Pep Guardiola can get? Nolito or something? No, like, no, come no. on. He needs a striker that plays Pep ball. Okay, he needs a um, uh, a striker that let's say he's no, accustomed I, to. He couldn't get Ibrahimovic to play for him, and that's exactly like what Haaland proposes to bring to yeah but Guardiola needs if if that's the case he needs a change I think he should adapt his tactics instead of playing plan A and that's are you it. telling me he's going to adapt his tactics after what 10 years of doing it and being I'd, successful I'd, being one of the more successful, su- <laughs> successful. managers like if, if you if you look what he, what he's doing with certain players when he's brought them in he hasn't been as great you know he doesn't work with certain players like Eto was one yeah, yeah, Toure was another. He doesn't work well with, with Toure. Leroy Sané, quality player under him, but for do, some reason... Do you, not, was, do you not think that mm. he's afforded that because there's a lot of managers that don't like certain players? I don't know, man. Pep's a, Pep's a strange guy. I'd, I'd take Haaland. Fair enough. Man, he's got the ego. like like uh, Erling Haaland yeah. is class. Absolute class. Generational talent. Yeah. He's not Without a, a doubt. He's not a City, Barcelona, that kind of player. Yeah, but you should think of the future. Is Guardiola going to be there for the rest of his life and do Alex Ferguson? I no, can't see that. The way Manchester City planned for Pep Guardiola to take over, they set the academy up exactly like La Masia. Of course. Yeah. yeah I get then that. Pep Guardiola come, came in and they'd already made pre-requisitional signings before he'd come in just so that Pep Guardiola... Yeah, Sterling came in for that reason. So, so leaving, Pep Guardiola's legacy will be the way City will you know, embody what Pep Guardiola wanted initially. Yeah. So they will. Erling Haaland will never fit that mold. That's my honest opinion. I don't think he'd fit. He'd, so he'd fit what Liverpool got? went for as well. Me, mm-hmm. I actually have a striker, and and I'm gonna go Messi. Oh, that's weird. I was gonna go Messi because he's probably uh, he's the, the reason, only one the, of the, the only players. The reason why I didn't go for Messi yeah. is I think he's gonna sign regardless. It's just it's just not gonna I, be. I, I, it's I, not a January signing. I genuinely think if if they sign Haaland and Messi, Messi would play over him night and day, all day long. Even Aguero, it's just a player. It's just a player. No, that but the reason why I didn't put Messi in because Messi's definitely going to come in this summer. Let's be honest. It's, well, I don't it's, know. It's not. It's not. It's not definite, is it? it, it yes, yeah, it's, it's not definite, but it's like ninety percent. Let's be honest. Like you, you want to I leave Barcelona? Not. I, I'm not United. putting any percent. <laughs> I'd love it if he came to Manchester United. <laughs> but yeah, everyone would love if he came, came to their own team. But I don't <laughs> no, want to go to Man City, do I? No, no, no. But the truth is, I can't see Man City. Buying anyone that will fit the Pep Guardiola mold, there isn't anyone. Lewandowski is probably the best striker in the world. Yeah, um, but, but he he's not gonna he's not gonna fit that mold. I agree. Pep Guardiola I, I managed Lewandowski and didn't get the best out of him. Yeah, yeah. You know, Ma- Messi know. is the mm. only player out there in the world right now who he can we can sit there and say, yeah, he's managed him. He knows what he's gonna get. And you know what? Let's be honest. Pep Guardiola is not going to be there for too long anyway. This is what I'm trying to say. He's trying to get a little for bit For the success. future, I wanted to go for Haaland for that reason. Mm. I don't want to be... It's just I more of a board say, signing. Yeah, it's more of a board signing. Well, I can't see that happening. Okay, we'll move on. Uh, get uh, Run a bit over time. We've got... Um, Chelsea. Is it Chelsea? Chelsea, one more, yeah. Yeah. No, no, we've got Chelsea and Tottenham. Tottenham, then Chelsea, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tottenham, then So, Chelsea. Tottenham. I think Sergio Ramos... And I think Jose Mourinho actually has a really good chance of signing him for some reason. Um, he, he ha- Obviously, he's the absolute born leader of Real Madrid. He's amazing for them. But there is strong links. And I don't know if these are strong links like what um, a lot of these European players with their clubs are doing uh, with a big money move to Premier League. And 
you know, um, to to try and open the contract uh, negotiations with their current clubs or get another contract uh, negotiation with another bigger club. Um, I think with Sergio Ramos, he's probably come to a time with under Zidane, and Zidane's probably going to try and phase him out. He's probably coming out thinking, okay, this is my one last chance to have a big, um, big money move, make a bit of my name myself. Thiago Silva's done all right there. Let's see what I can do. Uh, it's a strong league. It's a ferocious league. It suits me to the T. Um, he's probably going to get a mullet. Yeah, let's be fair. <laughs> Who Ramos and, is. Yeah, R- Ramos. And... Um, He's probably uh, going to be, you know, a, a, very, a very regular player and probably get a contract of five years. Let's be honest. Right. Just talked a lot of shit. I don't think that's happening. <laughs> that, I think he's playing football manager there. Yeah, you're definitely playing football manager. No, 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 no. But he likes he ideal likes, signing. He'll work. Yeah, he'll work. Yeah, he likes w- um, yeah, Mourinho though. Let me, tell, well let, me, let me tell you what will happen. This is the real, real life scenario. Ramos will flirt with Tottenham and Jose Mourinho. Then Real Madrid will offer him a bigger contract and then he'll sign it. Man, he's not leaving Madrid. That's it. We, he's we, not leaving Real well, Madrid. You know, another guy I was was thinking was Isco. And he's more of a believable signing. That's because what he's I not, went for. He's not, he's not playing that well. What a class player yeah. he is. He's a class player, but he hasn't been playing class recently. For the last season or two, in my opinion. Um, yeah, but neither was Hamas Rodriguez. He wasn't playing as well as he should, but he needed game time. That's all it was. Yeah. I went for Isco. That mm. was on my list. Sabitza was another one. Sabitza, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Was an, that was another he's, one. But he's, he's, a, he's a player that I can see Joseph really liking. You know, you, you just need a bit of shithousery and that's what Mourinho needs in his team. Yeah. I think he's got enough of that. I think all of them, if you think about it, we were talking about Holberg and, and Sissoko and Eric Dyer, Harry Winks. We've got, we've got quite a few enforcers in the team. I've gone for Kamavinga. Ah, I've totally forgot about him. Yeah, I've gone for Kamavinga. And I think Kamavinga will give that progressive, you know, thing I forward. I don't think Tottenham are a big enough club. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. no, no I'm just saying, I've just gone for the play, you know, bit of youth, somebody for the future. Some energy in there. Yeah, you know. and I, I won't mind that. he's a good box-to-box and he Jack. can bridge the gap between... You can do what Tangoy and Dembele is meant to be doing. Man, um, I could see... You know what? I'd like Liverpool to sign him, though. Who? When Alden goes... <laughs> bring bring Kamvinger in. I'm happy with that. The what thing player? is, though, I I couldn't. I couldn't see could, Liverpool sign him either. I could see Sergio Ramos signing for Tottenham over Kamvinger. I'm not gonna lie. I, I actually <laughs> agree with you. I agree with that. I agree with that. All right. So the last one we've got Chelsea. Um, was Jordan start with that? Chelsea. I'm gonna go with a striker again. Um, oh okay. Okay. Yeah, That's... and I, I, I'll tell you why I say striker because I think one of the things. Let's be honest. Their midfield is they've they've got every angle of midfielder covered. Uh, we've we've forgotten about, about players like Pulisic and you know these are good good players that Pulisic turned Liverpool inside out, man. When I saw, it, I was like, oh, what the heck? I, I'm telling you, their lineup, their team is unbelievable. I was going to say defender, centre-back, but I think they've also got... I mean, I think Rudiger's really good. I think Christensen's really good. I think Thiago Silva's really good. Centre-backs... I think they've got someone else who's on loan right now who's just signed. They've got players in abundance. Yeah. Kurt Zuma as well. Another, you know, class defender. Really good defenders. They just need to be well-drilled. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go striker, and I'll tell you why. Olivier Giroud, uh, as good as he's been playing, as as efficient as he's been and as good as he holds up the ball. He's not somebody that you're going to rest your future on. Mm-hmm. So I'm not too sure about which striker because there's not many of them out there in the world. I'm just going to say, go get Vardy. Mm. Wow. I was not expecting and that. He, he, I could see him. I could see Chelsea um, yeah. buying him. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, 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 I that, yeah. Um, but uh, if they sell Giroud, which they look like they might do, um, get rid of Tammy Abraham. I don't see why Vardy couldn't fit in, and he would definitely bring on something different. Um, it might actually even help the creativity of the players. Yeah, yeah. Actually, someone running as hard as the wingers are at the moment currently, and uh, trying to make something. Um, also the Chilwell uh, Chilwell connection as well. Yeah, I could see it. I could see it. Um, and if Danny drink water actually <laughs> is uh, drinking water instead of alcohol. <laughs> <laughs> and starts, uh, they'll thinking, be having a party at Chelsea, won't yeah, they? Yeah, so the from from the forward to the midfield to the defence, uh, a bit of a Leicester connection. You could see it. Um, I've got... Um, I was a bit confused. I, I, I was thinking about forward. I was thinking about winger. I was thinking about midfield. Um, but I think defensively, I, I think we've always said the, one, the matches that they do lose, a lot of it's to do with defence. And they just need another ball-playing defendant to, to go alongside uh, Thiago Silva and Kurt Zuma, who have been reasonably very, very um, consistent. Uh, and I was thinking about between uh, Akanji, uh, Upa Meccano or Hummels, because Hummels... Um, I look, see Hummels at Chelsea, yeah, actually. Yeah, because he, he looks like he's coming to a time where he's in his twilight years, a bit like Silva, where he's actually probably realistically could be coming to, to Chelsea. So for me, I'm gonna say Upa Meccano, hundred percent. If they could sign him, amazing. But they've got two other players that they could easily try and try and facilitate in terms of getting a ball playing defender. Mm-hmm. How about yourself? Right, Lampard out. Bring Nagelsmann in. That's my signing. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> nah, nah. Obviously, I want, you know. Yeah, uh, That's very, it. Very frank. <laughs> yeah, I'm very frank about it. <laughs> You really don't like Lampard, do you? Man, it's I just yeah I don't like you know as a player I respected him so much. He was a quality player, and my respect went out when. You have to tell us why you think that d- though. He's just not good enough for what? Chelsea. What what do Chelsea want? They want to win titles. They want to win trophies. They want to try and get another Champions League. Well, Lamp- che- Lampard do I? Fuck no. Che- Chelsea's way of doing things is they have a revolving door anyway with the managers, so his time will come. Yeah. So why not just let him have his time and then once he gets sacked, no, no. another uh, good manager As a Liverpool fan, he could stay. But if I was a Chelsea fan, I'd want him out and bring someone else in. But if we're talking about play transfer signings, Kante will eventually leave because he's getting older and bring Milinkovic Savage from Lazio. He's not going to leave this season though. No, he's not going to leave. I don't, I don't know. You never know what's going to happen. All right. <laughs> you never know. I mean, literally, I want to say that for everything. You never know. <laughs> Where do you see yourself in five years? Well, you never know what could happen. I could be on a toilet or I could be dead. <laughs> wow, <laughs> that escalated. Right. Escalated zero to hundred real quick. And on that point, thanks, um, thanks, Ali. Uh, very frank. Um, I am very frank about this. Yeah, yeah. Which is which is a bit ironic, isn't it? Um, I think uh, we'll call it, um, and we'll we'll see everybody next week. And obviously, uh, with the socials again. So we've got the dressing room uh, YouTube channel. We've got. We're, we're available on all um, major podcast uh, hosting, you know, channels, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Um, follow us on Instagram, des- The Dressing Room 9 and TD Room 9 for Twitter. Um, so, yeah, thank you, everybody. Thanks for uh, Waz coming on today. No problem. Thank, thank you very much. Much. We enjoyed you being thank here. Thank you. It's been yeah. a pleasure. Yeah. Like a donut kebab, that's a wrap. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> <laughs>